0: Hello, and welcome to another sleep story. Tonight's reading is going to be a little bit different. I'd like to recite some of my favorite poems for you. But before I begin, lay down, get settled, take a few deep breaths, and when you're ready, close your eyes. Desiderata by Max Ehrman Go placidly amid the noise and the haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even to the dull and the ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexatious to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, You may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune, but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe, no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, Whatever you conceive them to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful, strive to be happy. Wild Geese by Mary Oliver You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about your despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. Bone Dog by Ava HD. Coming home is terrible whether the dogs lick your face or not, whether you have a wife or just a wife-shaped loneliness waiting for you. Coming home is terribly lonely, so that you think of the oppressive barometric pressure back where you have just come from with fondness, because everything's worse once you're home. You think of the vermin clinging to the grass stalks, long hours on the road, roadside assistance and ice creams, and the peculiar shapes of certain clouds and silences with longing because you did not want to return. Coming home is just awful. And the homestyle silences and clouds contribute to nothing but the general malaise. Clouds, such as they are, are in fact suspect and made from a different material than those you left behind. You yourself were cut from a different cloudy cloth Returned, remaindered, ill-met by moonlight. Unhappy to be back. Slack in all the wrong spots. Seamy suit of clothes, dishrag ratty, worn. You return home, moon-landed, foreign. The earth's gravitational pull, an effort now redoubled. Dragging your shoelaces loose and your shoulders etching deeper. The stanza of worry on your forehead. You return home deepened. A parched well linked to tomorrow by a frail strand of... Anyway. You sigh into the onslaught of identical days. One might as well, at a time. Well, anyway. You're back. The sun goes up and down like a tired whore. The weather immobile like a broken limb while you just keep getting older. Nothing moves but the shifting tides of salt in your body. Your vision blears. You carry your weather with you. The big blue whale, a skeletal darkness. You come back with x-ray vision. Your eyes have become a hunger. You come home with your mutant gifts to a house of bone. Everything you see now, all of it, bone. The More Loving One by W H Auden. Looking up at the stars, I know quite well that for all they care, I can go to hell. But on earth, indifference is the least we have to dread from man or beast. How should we like it were stars to burn with a passion for us we could not return? If equal affection cannot be, let the more loving one be me. Admirer, as I think I am, of stars that do not give a damn. I cannot, now I see them, say I've missed one terribly all day. Were all stars to disappear or die, I should learn to look at an empty sky and feel its total dark sublime, though this might take me a little time. Sialica 83 by Baron Brook Folk Greville You that seek what life is in death, now find it air that once was breath. New names unknown, old names gone, till time and bodies but souls none. Reader, then make time while you be but steps to your eternity. Wait by Galway Kinnell Wait for now. Distrust everything if you have to, but trust the hours. Haven't they carried you everywhere up to now? Personal events will become interesting again. Hair will become interesting. Pain will become interesting. Buds that open out of season will become lovely again. Secondhand gloves will become lovely again. Their memories are what give them the need for other hands. And the desolation of lovers is the same, that enormous emptiness carved out of such tiny beings as we are, asks to be filled the need for the new love is faithfulness to the old wait don't go too early you're tired but everyone's tired but no one is tired enough only wait a while and listen music of hair music of pain music of looms weaving all our loves again be there to hear it it will be the only time most of all, to hear the flute of your whole existence, rehearsed by the sorrows, play itself into total exhaustion. Tell the people you love that you love them by Rachel C. Lewis. I love being horribly straightforward. I love sending reckless text messages, because how reckless can a form of digitized communication be? And telling people I love them, and telling people they are absolutely magical humans, and I cannot believe they really exist. I love saying, kiss me harder, and you're a good person, and you brighten my day. I live my life as straightforward as possible. Because one day, I might get hit by a bus. Maybe it's weird. Maybe it's scary. Maybe it seems downright impossible to just be... To just let people know you want them, need them, feel like in this very moment you will die if you do not see them, hold them, touch them in some way, whether it is your feet on their thighs on the couch, or your tongue in their mouth, or your heart in their hands. But there is nothing more beautiful than being desperate, and there is nothing more risky than pretending not to care. We are young and we are human. And we are beautiful and we are not as in control as we think we are. We never know who needs us back. We never know the magic that can arise between ourselves and other humans. We never know when the bus is coming. The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost Two roads diverged in a yellow wood and sorry, I could not travel both and be one traveler long I stood and looked down one, as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. A Psalm of Life by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Tell me not, in mournful numbers, life is but an empty dream. For the soul is dead that slumbers, and things are not what they seem. Life is real, life is earnest, and the grave is not its goal. Dust thou art, to dust returnest, was not spoken of the soul. Not enjoyment and not sorrow, Is our destined end or way, But to act that each tomorrow Find us farther than today. Art is long, and time is fleeting, And our hearts, though stout and brave, Still, like muffled drums, Are beating funeral marches to the grave. In the world's broad field of battle, In the bivouac of life, Be not like dumb, driven cattle, Be a hero in the strife. Trust no future, however pleasant, let the dead past bury its dead. Act, act in the living present, heart within and God overhead. Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime, and departing leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. Footprints that perhaps another sailing over life's solemn main A forlorn and shipwrecked brother, seeing, shall take heart again. Let us then be up and doing, with a heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing, learn to labor and to wait. Life While You Wait by Wislawa Samborska Life While You Wait, Performance Without Rehearsal body without alterations, head without premeditation. I know nothing of the role I play. I only know it's mine. I can't exchange it. I have to guess on the spot just what this play is all about. Ill-prepared for the privilege of living, I can barely keep up with the pace that the action demands. I improvise, although I loathe improvisation. I trip at every step over my own ignorance. I can't conceal my hayseed manners. My instincts are for happy histrionics. Stage fright makes excuses for me, which humiliate me more. Extenuating circumstances strike me as cruel. Words and impulses you can't take back. Stars you'll never get counted. Your character like a raincoat you button on the run. The pitiful results of all this unexpectedness. If only I could just rehearse one Wednesday in advance or repeat a single Thursday that has passed. But here comes Friday with a script I haven't seen. Is it fair, I ask, my voice a little hoarse since I couldn't even clear my throat off stage. You'd be wrong to think that it's just a slapdash quiz taken in makeshift accommodations. Oh no, I'm standing on the set and I see how strong it is. The props are surprisingly precise. The machine rotating the stage has been around even longer. The farthest galaxies have been turned on. Oh no, there's no question. This must be the premiere. And whatever I do will become forever what I've done. November 22 by Parker J. Palmer On this day... Long years ago, our promising young president was killed. He was far too young to die, and I too young to watch my world unravel as it did. I grieved my loss, our loss, then started to reweave. A work, a life, a world, not knowing then what I know now. The world unravels always, and it must be rewoven time and time again. You must keep collecting threads, threads of meaning, threads of hope, threads of purpose, energy, and will, along with all the knowledge, skill that every weaver needs. You must keep on weaving, stopping sometimes only to repair your broken loom. Weave a cloak of warmth and light against the dark and cold, a cloak in which to wrap whoever comes to you in need, the world with all its suffering, those near at hand, yourself. And if you are lucky, you will find along the way the thread with which you can reweave your own tattered life. The thread that more than any other laces us with warmth and light, making both the weaver and the weaving true. The red thread they call love, the thread you hold, then hand along, saying to another, you.